We have a dream. We have a voice. This is the Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Touch, and we are the, the Anchor, Anchor Nation. Nation. Hello, Anchor Nation. This is Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio, and we're back with another episode of the Anchor Nation Podcast, episode 89 with the Passion Fruit Podcast, Josiah and Duff. Had a great time with Josiah and Duff. Both have different stories, unique backgrounds. Josiah's from Florida, Duff's from Minnesota. And my thing is with these guys, they don't really they don't really think they really you wouldn't think they'd be similar because they have two different things when you hear it. But in reality, they still have the same passion fruit, as I like to call it, for music, for motivation, for mindset. And they find unique connections. I have to say, this is one, probably one of the best conversations free-flowing I've ever had. And it felt like that, too. Hope you guys enjoy as much as I did. Oh, <laughs> waiting. Sure. This is Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio. We're back with another episode of the Anchor Nation Podcast, episode 89, which is Cyan Duff, also known as the Passion Fruit Podcast. And without further ado, let those guys introduce themselves. Duff, I'll let you go first. You go ahead. All right. Uh, Duff, I go by Duff, and I here. We are the Passion Fruit Podcast. Thank you, Kevin, for having us. We're, uh, we're happy to be here and dive in. Uh, I am in Minneapolis here, which I've lived here my entire life and, um, you know, decided to partner with, with Josiah. We met in college and uh, we had a lot of interests, mostly music, mostly uh, just a fascination and a curiosity about culture. So we thought, you know what, let's start a podcast. Um, so we've been working on that and uh, we're excited to talk about it. Josiah, go ahead. Duff, that was a great job. Super pumped to be here. Uh, super excited to talk about whatever and anything else. Beautiful. Yeah, definitely going to be a spontaneous show. But for the uh, first question, I got to ask, who told you guys about Anchor? So we, we, so we started back in, I mean, we started working on this in April. We launched in May nice. of this year, and we were using something called Zencaster to record the episodes and we were having some problems with it. It wasn't working out as well as we hoped. And just by some research, I think I found it, I think I found it on Reddit. I was like oh, wow. Reddit, for, for Reddit for some reason always has those, the answers to the obscure, obscure questions that you can't find the answers to on the internet. <laughs> and uh, so we gave it a shot. We were really liking it. And what really sold us on anchor too, was the ability to do, to play music through um through music streaming services whether it's spotify or apple music and that sold us there so we stuck with it and we've been right. using it and love it right and you and we got spotify now to your podcast too as an added bonus which is great for the platform and your your shows too yeah the more the more platforms we can get on and just be out there the better yeah no, for sure it gives you more traction gives you guys more uh clarity on what the show's about uh duff anything to add no, I mean, it's just, it's, it's solved the huge issue with the music. I mean, we were like, how are we, we wanted to do a radio, I mean, we had the podcast going that we started, but we really wanted to do a radio show. 
it just sounded super fun to do and we both had a, a big passion for for uh you know the latest releases and old classics and everything in between and but there's this huge gray area of legalities when it came to the music and we're like we can't just you know you can't just play an artist's song without getting the rights and and you know we talked to a few lawyers even seeing how can we make this happen and then we discovered anchor and we're like oh problem solved <laughs> there you go yeah and sometimes you just find the answers off an online source you go from there and make it happen and then i guess just follow up before we get to the next point what would you guys say was your favorite college moment in college either one will answer first oh man that's a great question. What's what's really funny is that we, me and Josiah, we had different main friend groups. I mean, right, Josiah? I mean, we didn't, we had a different crowd. Yeah, we, Duff and I were not part of the same mm-hmm. friend group. Scene. That's for sure. So like, <laughs> so when we would hang out or just whatever, it would, it would be like playing pool down at like the, the, the <laughs> rec room of the dorm or like getting some food somewhere or like hanging out in our other mutual friends room and talking music or whatever obscure interests that we had. Um, so it, it, I think it would probably have to be and – and it would have to be scheduled too, Duff. I don't know if you remember that, but like it was never as simple as just being like, all right, let's just meet up. Let's go do this. It's always like, I can't do this. I got this going on. Or Duff's like, no, I got to do this. I can't do that tonight. But it, yeah, I think the best moments we had together would be just like we hit up that record and we play some pool and we talk about music, which most of the time that's what it was. We were catching up on music and pop culture. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yep, we dude, we played we played so many games of pool. I think we wore we wore out the table. I think we put a hole in the the felt. Uh, <laughs> dude, and I was so ter- I was so terrible, and I was still playing with you. Like I don't know why. <laughs> well, it's because you you wanted to talk. You had so much going on in your head about about music and uh you know it's just i was one of those people that could relate and could understand who you were talking about and could could uh i just i totally got it and so there was a lot of music talks that i don't even know if we were focusing on the pool game frankly yeah <laughs> that's good though just kind of get away from the pool i mean i'm not even gonna ask who the better player was but <laughs> but uh you know definitely just talking about your passion and just talking about music and pop culture in a world where it's such an evolving market. It's great. And then the next point would be, next uh, talking point would be, what's the backstory behind the Passion Fruit podcast? What, what came up with the name Passion Fruit and what uh, inspired it, really? So we'll start here. Um, back in March, like the last weekend in March of this year, I, I called Duff. We usually speak, like before we were doing this podcast, we would probably speak maybe twice, maybe three times a year since we graduated college. And uh, they would be very dense and super long conversations. Again, about music, pop culture, just other things, traveling, just really dense conversations. And mm-hmm. so I called Duff, just a usual chat. And during that time, I just got into podcasts. I was listening to a lot of Joe Rogan. Um, oh, what was the other one? I can't remember. It was a music one. But I was, I was just getting into them, and so I said to Duff, I was like, dude, do you listen to podcasts? Like, I, I just am getting into them. Like, I'm trying to figure this all out. And he's like, yeah, I love them. Like, I've been into them for a while. And then he says, I've always wanted to do my own. And when he said that, it was funny because that whole week prior, I was thinking, like, as I'm listening to them, I was like, man, I could do this. Like, this is not hard, just talking about what you're really into with somebody else as a guest or whatever format you want to make it. And so I said to him, I was like, let's do it. Like, why not? Let's do some research. 
and figure out how we can do it. And the challenge was too, I live in Miami, he lives in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. So like that was a big hurdle that we had to figure out how to get over too. And which was also another reason why we stuck with Anchor because it just made it so much simpler to have your phone, your Apple headphones, and that's it. You can go and record anything, anytime, anywhere. And so that was the last weekend of March. Uh, we started doing the research. We figured out some stuff. Okay, let's try this. Working on it on, in April, recorded some episodes, released in May. And then Passion Fruit, the title, we – Duff, we – we, 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 I mean, we debated over this a lot. Like, we were really struggling with it because, like, we came up with a few different names. We spent, like, maybe three weeks on it. And then I don't know if you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is. Oh, yeah, he's big on this. <laughs> right. He's, 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 we're a big fan of the guy. And I came across a video while we were debating on, like, certain moves we should make, including the title of the podcast. He put out a video, like, too many people overthink stuff and they just need to make a decision and decide and go for it. And then he also said, like, nobody knew what Facebook was. Nobody knew what Google was. They made it what it is today. And nobody even thinks twice about the name. Everybody knows what the name is. So as soon as I heard that, I said, I was like, dude, I think we got to go with Passion Fruit. Mm-hmm. And the Ed Duffer, was that pretty much summed up? That's, that's pretty accurate. I mean, and also, yeah, so we came up with a bunch of names. And there were some good ones. There were some terrible ones. But the one that I liked, I did like from the beginning was Passion Fruit. Uh, I don't know. It was just... It was it was fun. It was kind of strange. It was playful. I feel like it encapsulated me and Josiah's uh, just relationship and the way we bounce off each other on the podcast perfectly. And then when he saw the Gary video and then he showed it to me or, or sent it to me, and here's Gary saying, you know, like Josiah said, nobody knew who Amazon or Coca-Cola. Right. Like, what kind of names are those? That Those names mean nothing. But people know the brand. So they created the brand, and then people just knew it. You know, so I was like, all right, let's do Passion Fruit, you know, and, and hopefully we'll get to be a household name soon. <laughs> there, you yeah, there you go. And also, we didn't, we didn't want something that was like the blank, blank show or the blank, blank podcast or something that's kind of serious. Because you can, you can kind of see a lot of the same theme in podcast names or podcast titles. And we didn't want that. We wanted something short, preferably like two or three syllables, whether it was that one word or two words and catchy you know and so when i first when passion fruit first popped into my head that was probably my favorite at the time because it fit all those it checked all those boxes so yeah yeah no it, it makes sense too because you think about you, you you do something you love you have a passion you watch a video and it it really rolls off the tongue and, and would you say with the more episodes you guys had and more chemistry that it only gets better. And what are some other things you talk about other than just more music? Anything else? Duff, go ahead and take that one. Yeah, well, to answer your first question, yeah, I feel like it, it just gets better and better. And, and one of my favorite words is momentum. It's yes. like you, you can just feel, feel the momentum because we start to understand each other's speaking styles, how we think, uh, kind of that rhythm of the conversation. And it just gets better and better and better. Uh, you know, we've had a few roadblocks already where it's like, do you have any ideas? No. Do you have any ideas? No. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's bound to happen. Uh, so we've had that. And, uh, you know, some other topics that we'd love to talk about are, uh, I mean, we, I, I should preface by saying, although we share a lot of the common interests, we also have some very different interests. Like I, I tend to lean heavily into the, the, the spirituality realm and faith and, 
and uh, and the outer realms of that, like astrology and, and all, everything in between. So anything around that, I'm super fascinated by. I'm passionate. I research a lot. I study it, and I love to talk about it. And Josiah leans a lot in the sports direction, so he could be talking all day long about some some NFL team or player. I have zero idea what he's talking about. <laughs> so we're attacking we're attracting different crowds and different types of people. That's nice. Uh, yeah. It's fantastic. No, I I like that a lot because it, yeah, some people like sports and some people like spirituality and, and everybody in this day and age loves any type of motivation and passion you throw out. So it gives you guys that interesting combo of uh the mix and, and Duff, back to you what you were saying now would you say you, you classify yourself as introvert extrovert or, or both in, in a way great question i i've decided because another thing I'm, I'm super almost obsessed with is going into the personality mm-hmm. and really getting as as self-aware as i can get and what i've discovered about myself is i'm a learned extrovert uh, nice. or an, or an ambivert so i am very introverted i can go very long stretches of time of just me and reading and yoga and meditation and, and just being. Um, but when I'm in a social environment, you know, I can be social. I can, t- I can flip that switch. I can be that person and, uh, and just kind of be like a chameleon. <laughs> I like that changes, changes the colors. And Josiah, you're, uh, you're, you extrovert, introvert, ambivert. I, I guess you would say extrovert. And let me, before I get into that, I don't really under, like, the labels of those, I, I know what they are, but I don't think I really associate. But if I had to stick myself into one, I think it's extrovert. Like, I'm very comfortable with speaking gotcha. with strangers and, and communicating, and that's not, that doesn't freak me out as it may for some people. Um, I do like to socialize. I'm definitely not like Duff, where I can spend a lot of time on my own and just do my own thing. I'm able to do that. Like, for example love solo traveling but I, I i love hanging with my friends and doing stuff together if that makes sense gotcha no so you, you have your your balance it's all about finding the balance of what works for you and some like the extrovert way some like the introvert some can hang out alone some can be with others and it all it all combines together to something great for sure Mm-hmm. yeah and, no for sure and it works good for you guys too with the podcast and the way you guys gel I guess my next question is, what is the lifestyle? How do the lifestyles differ from Duff's uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis? I know it gets cold up there. And then <laughs> Josiah, when it's 80, 85 all year around the Miami. Like, what would you guys say the lifestyle is like in your areas? We'll start. Anyone can answer first. Josiah, this is you. You first. Okay. Well, so Miami is pretty close to what you imagined it would be like. Um. It's definitely a major market. The weather's amazing all year round. I'm a lifeguard down here. I work full time, but it doesn't feel like a full time gig, as I tell Duff so many times. Um, and it's it's definitely more loose. It's 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 definitely a party city down here. I don't partake much in that, but I mean, it, you just see it all the time, no matter where you go, because South Beach and and uh, you got places like South Beach, Wynwood, Brickle. Uh, all those different clubs, all those different bars, and, and it's a huge tourist destination. I mean, people from all over the world come here to Miami to vacation, to party, both. Um, 
And I don't know if they go to Minneapolis for that, Duff. I don't know. <laughs> and Duff in Minneapolis? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, no. So the, the lifestyle here is, uh, well, as you said, Kevin, it's it gets very cold in the winter. And, and our winters are long. I mean, they, <laughs> they keep stretching. They start about, you know, November, November-ish usually and, and can go into April. Um, and because of that, when it's nice out in the spring, in some, if we get a spring, sometimes it jumps straight from winter to summer. But uh, if it's, when it's nice out, we are outside and we're taking full advantage of it. And we're extremely grateful for the nice weather. So when it's nice out, like we're at the lakes. I mean, we're the land of 10,000 lakes. So you'll find us on them. Uh, swimming, tubing, fishing, tanning, walking. We have tons of biking paths and trails. It's a very... The coolest thing about Minneapolis is it's just you get a cultured city within so much nature, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, but I mean, even even in the winters, we're we're very hardy people. So we're out there, we're we're ice fishing, we're snowshoeing, we're snowmobiling. We're a very healthy state and uh, very active. That's good to have, though. I mean, if you can still you know embrace those elements in the cold and and really you know, enjoy it despite the weather. You, you're in good shape, whereas I don't think Joe's eye is going to touch that cold. <laughs> unless, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it. The, what it gives us, too, is, like, let's take, uh, I guess, Miami or somewhere even more mm-hmm. perfect weather, like a San Diego. Like, they have nice right. days every day. And so sometimes they don't even notice that right. it's a beautiful day. But when we get a beautiful day, like, it has a direct impact on our mood and attitude. And they're like, hey, did you see outside? Like, <laughs> it's freaking beautiful. Everyone's super happy. It's it's funny. No, nah, yeah, definitely. It, it boosts the spirits and the mood. And that's something that, you know, the weather has a massive impact on how we live our the lives every day. And when it's raining, you get depressed and all that. But definitely, if you can embrace every type of environment, it's great for sure. And mm-hmm. my next talking point kind of goes into the, the entrepreneurial business side. What would you guys say to anyone out there who is trying to start a business or go into a creative landscape? What would you give like one piece of advice just starting out? Anyone could take that. That's, that's a good question because Duff, and I want you to pick this up as soon as I say this Sure. for myself, I do not associate myself as an entrepreneur. And I think Duff would disagree. Duff, <laughs> do you, do you feel like you associate with that? Like for yourself? <laughs> Um, I feel like internally, another thing we talk about a lot on the podcast is mindset. Um, internally, I feel like I have the right attitude and mindset and thought process to go into that realm. And I feel like I'm heading in that direction, but externally, I'm not there yet. Yes. I, okay. I can agree with that. Like I, if I, if, I just, I don't slap that label on myself, which I think when you, when people identify themselves as that, they like to throw that on the Instagram bio or like really like announce it to the world that they are an entrepreneur, whether they're successful or they're still working at it. Um, but back to what you were asking for like a piece of advice. I mean, we just started out, but if you're just willing to start, I think that's the biggest part with anything. I mean, Duff and I are also both very much into our, our health and our fitness and we're, we're doing different things. He's got his yoga. I'll do my, my sprints and swimming and, and hitting the gym and him as well. 
And like that could be tough for a lot of people. But I think it's fair right. to say for him and I that we're in such a rhythm with that that we don't think twice about it. And you could apply that same mentality and and creation of habit to a creative pursuit like podcasting or if you want to be a YouTuber or if you want to just be an artist and sell yourself via Instagram. Uh, I, I, the biggest thing is just starting because I've also had friends tell me just starting with a podcast like – that's awesome that you started. I can't believe you started it. I even had one friend say it's ballsy. And wow. that I couldn't wrap my head around that because I don't feel that way. But it makes sense that maybe other people do. No, for sure. And, and before I answer anything to add on, though? Yeah, I would say to answer your question, uh, uh, I, would, I have three things, three short things. One, trust your gut or your instinct. I think your intuition could lead, can lead you and will lead you a lot further than just thinking so trust that gut instinct and then two take the leap uh kind of going off of what josiah said just start take the leap you know it's everything you want is kind of over that that hurdle of, of fear and what if so take that leap and three i think to keep going uh, right. once you've taken that leap is to find your why why are you doing it find that that deepest thing within you of why you're pursuing what you're pursuing um, and the reason to do that is not just to feel good and have clarity, but when you encounter an obstacle, you can go right to that why, and it'll get you through any obstacle. But if you don't know it, you're going to give up, and you're going to give up quick. Oh, like that. Because if you can find that, that special why and that special thing you're doing for others or yourself that will keep pushing you, you're more likely to stay in shape and stay in whatever passion you're going for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just having a clear objective, you know, because right. like, let's say, for example, there have been times, especially when I first started out, like in high school, like if you go to the gym, but you don't know what the routine is for that day, you kind of wander, you kind of are not sure when you're done or when you even start, like the, the lines are blurred. But now mm -hmm. for like me and Duff, like, let's say he's coming home, he knows, okay, I'm going to bang out a 20 minutes of meditation, 20 minutes of yoga. He knows what he's going to do. That's it. It's done 20 minutes. I know if I go to the field, 10 sprints bang them out. I know the routine. I'm done. There, there's a definitive start and end. And that can be applied for if you're learning sport, if you're, uh, your creative pursuit, like with this podcast or um, starting a business, uh, artist, music, whatever it may be. That's really big, having a clear objective. And I think, Duff, I think you would agree with this too. Gary V so much has helped us in learning since we've started, just don't overthink anything. If you're overthinking <laughs> it, make, just take right. one decision because at least you'll figure out sooner rather than later if it's right or if it's wrong, and then you know that much more after you make the mistake. Mm -hmm. Right, right. G go in and go for it. You know, at the end of the day, because if you put too much emotion, you put too much thought into it, it, it might just kill the decision altogether, and you'll never know what could really be the end result. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess the next, I know you guys mentioned health and fitness. So we'll start with Josiah. What would you say are some important benefits to health and fitness and to get in shape to the world? And then to also rephrase the question for yourself, what would you say are some couple benefits you notice when you do workouts daily and consistently? I got I to gotta go back to the sprints again, dude. I just, I, mm -hmm. get, a, I get a clearer head, a clearer headspace. And just more energy. Like, I just did them tonight before we got on here. And I just, I'm not, I'm not tired. You think I would be after doing a workout that can be strenuous and hard for a lot of people. But 
it's just it's it's definitely you get more energy and just a clearer headspace and you can go into like for us our podcast and working on that ready to go and not kind of scatterbrained and and unsure where to start or what to work on first you know it's just I think for me that's been the biggest thing Duff what about you for me, the biggest thing is balance. I'm all about balance. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, my, my astrology interests, I'm a Libra to the, to the core. Uh, if anybody listening is into that, my sun sign is Libra. My moon sign is Libra, which is kind of strange, but it's like Libra to the thousandth degree. <laughs> and uh, we're the sign of justice and balance. And so for me, that's why I do so much yoga is because I'm a huge proponent of the mind-body-spirit connection. And when one of them's out of balance, it's going to throw all the others out of balance. So when I do yoga daily and make it a priority to never miss it, what it's doing is it's, it's, it's clearing the mind, like Josiah said, get that clear headspace, right. uh, releasing resistance of all the crap you've already been through in the day. But then it's also challenging my body. I'm sweating. I'm building my core. I'm in my body as opposed to in my thoughts. And then you have the spiritual element of yoga as well. Uh, I do go to the gym, but only on the weekends. That's when I get my weight training in. But uh, that's another priority for me. And I, you just got You got to nourish the body. You have to. No, you're right. Yeah, go. I also, Duff, when you were just saying that that you're in your body, I think that for me too, it's one of the few times throughout your day that you're really just not in your head and not thinking, and you're just doing. So whether I'm doing my sprints or I'm doing, I'm swimming some laps. Like, you don't have your phone near you. You're not thinking about anybody else. You're just getting the work done, and that's it. You know, you're really focused on one thing for that however, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long it may be. No, you know, I, I like I like the way you say nourish your body, and it's almost like uh, brain food. Works the same way, and, of course, you know, eating right, too. But the more you put exercise into your body, the more you do yoga, do sprints, do swimming exercise, do whatever – it gives you the fuel to keep going and it's a passion you're doing and you'll, you'll feel more, you know, invigorated and exhilarated to know that you did something great to accentuate the body, but also just do something you love and disconnect from the world as Duff and you said, no phone, no nothing, just you and, and the elements for sure. And Duff too, I think you can attest to this as well, but as well, it's, it's also a, a mini victory for the day, you know? Like yeah. when you finish, it's just like, all right, I did something pretty, pretty Productive. hard. Yeah. And then I was very good for myself. You know, like it's every time you do it, at least for me, and I think you can agree as well. It's just, it's, it's always a little victory every day. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and so for me, I mean, that's, I think uh, if you've heard of like Lewis house and his uh, school of greatness podcast, he's big on owning the day or winning the day. And so the more things in your day that you have that you can win, you know, put those priorities and then you do it and you feel good afterwards and you gain a little more self-esteem and confidence. Like, that's huge. It's huge. So, yeah, I would totally agree with you on that. No, for sure. Small steps and building confidence, being productive each day and being consistent. It, re it gets rewarded. So the more you can do that, the more you feel it, the more you'll feel great inside and outside. And it will show in other people as well. Mm-hmm. And another topping point, I know you guys are going back to the main thing, music and pop culture. We'll start with the music side for if you guys had the the benefit and the gratefulness to change one thing in either the music industry or the music space, 
what would it be and why? And what's your mindset going into the change? We'll start with either either one can answer. <laughs> I, I I think I got an answer because it's been applying to us lately. Yeah. So one of the reasons why we love Anchor so much is because we can play music for people and talk about the music. There's so many times on the radio where like the guest or the uh, let me say the host is playing like the top 40 of the songs that you hear for months on end on rotation every day, you know, and, but they're not really talking about the music. They're talking about like news, traffic, whatever other nonsense gossip that's going on. Right. But they're not so much focused on the music. Like there's guys like Zane Lowe who do that. And it's awesome. They get musicians come on. It's an in-depth conversation. I mean, he's talked with Kanye. He's talked with Camila Cabello. If you're into pop music and so many other artists, Kendrick Lamar. And for us, I, for me, I should say, I wish it was less strict to play music for people and that we could take our radio show and play it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Stitcher, Overcast, whatever platform we could throw it up on because we're only, we're, we're, we're limited to Anchor and we love doing it. Like, as I said in the beginning, when we found out we could do that for Anchor, we were sold, like we were hooked. But Duff, what do you think? I would say I have two things there. One is a little generic because it's a lot of people are saying it and it's starting to get, or it has gotten a lot of momentum going is, is less control of the, by the record label mm-hmm. and more control by the artist, you know, for them not to be dictated and, and bossed around on what kind of song you should write and how much you're going to be paid and what's, what cut we're going to take from it. And so more control to the artist. Um, the second thing is, is something for the audience. What I would love to see is more people going to a concert and actually being present in the show. So that, mean, <laughs> that means, I'm serious, dude. That means put your phone away. Put your phone away. You know, unless, unless it's a song where the artist says, everybody take out your phone, turn on the light, <laughs> you know? Right. But uh, put it away and just enjoy the show without the phone. And, and uh, yeah, they're going to like it more. Yeah, Duff, I, I, when you just said about the record labels having less of a, of a grip on the artists and their work, imagine if more people were like Kanye West when they can make whatever they want, whenever they want, and there's no pressure from anybody to when to put it out, what it should sound like, what the marketing should be. I think we would get some really great stuff from people, and more often, you know? I think we would, there would just be such more innovation coming, you know? Like, you can... People kind of retread the same ground, especially in pop music, you know? Yeah. The good, the good thing, though, the good thing is that we live in a society now where if somebody doesn't want to be put the, the shackles and constraints put on them and they're a musician, they can do something like what Chance the Rapper did and just put it yes. out there. Skip the whole system. Big F you to the system. Just put it out there and, and, and express your creativity without restraint. And now look at them. I mean... So people like that can get noticed without the studio system. So I do think it is crumbling. Dude, it, it's an interesting time to be mm-hmm. a music fan, a musician, and an, and an inspiring, successful musician. Because, like, yeah, the record labels are losing their grip, and more people just have access to create whatever they want, whenever they want. No, I like how you said like, the chance to rap. And say, I think defying the status quo. I like that because – if you can figure out a way to defy the status quo, the record labels, the big time thing, and just create whatever you feel and market it in your own self ways that you feel is right, then go for it. Because 
if you go with the record label, you see these too many times, it's all about that E word, expectations. You know, you start putting expectations on people, it, it doesn't bode well for not only the audience, but the artist as well. Whereas if you put your own creativity and mind to it, at least you got that audience-centric appeal and you're, you're staying away from the corporate side. And I guess that would be my next question. Do you think the corporate side is getting too much involved with it or do you feel that, like you said earlier, there's a ways around it and you can alternate to it? I, th- I think there's ways around it now. Mm-hmm. I think this is the best time, the best time ever for if you're a musician. You could not have asked for a better, a better time to be writing songs than right now. Anything that to say? And yeah, not to say that it's easy either. Like people may hear that and think, oh yeah, just screw the record labels. Let me do this on my own. Like be prepared. Like if you're going to go that route, it, it, it may well take you longer than if you were to sign with a label, but you'll have complete control. I mean, Chance the Rapper, I believe Macklemore is still uh, independent as well. And he's found huge success uh, like six years ago, uh, five years ago. So it can be done. And yeah, I'm, man, I hope we get some great music from independent artists. So like it really just creates momentum for people to do it. Nah, for sure. I think, I think if you can, if you can create that momentum and get enough of a vibe to just go, go with yourself, be yourself, be one with you and keep sticking to your course. It'll be better than being the system altogether. And, and just like any industry, if you can unite together as one, try to vibe with the other artists, you'll go for full swing for sure. Yeah. And then, and now switching back to the, the entertainment side, just entertaining. What would you guys like to see in the entertainment world? Is, uh, for example, let's say you have a TV show. What would you like to see the entertainment side of these network and media station outs? What would you like to see they do to improve for the future rather than just TV? Would you, would you rather see a live stream market or would you rather see something where they include packages to compete with Instagram and all these social media, which we'll get to a little bit later? Duff, I'll let you take that first because you're definitely more into TV than I am. Huh. I, you know, I would say I like what's happened already when you mentioned TV entertainment with Netflix and Hulu. Mm-hmm. I like what that's doing. I like where that's going and the freedom on it. You know, Netflix is putting out people that have shot documentaries on their cell phones. They're showcasing comedians that otherwise wouldn't have gotten any sort of national attention. So they're an outlet for creativity and they're, they're doing it right. And it's, it's causing the big corporations of television to rethink what they're showing and how they're doing things. So that's challenging the status quo too. And it's, it's good. Um, One thing, this is a little unrelated, but I do want to say is one thing I would love to see is a little less of the glorification of, of this, of celebrity and people more focusing on, on, on what their own, gift to the world is their own strengths you know people nowadays are obsessed with with kylie jenner or or uh, uh selena gomez you know and they forget that these people are just people they're not on a pedestal they just have right. to have, have have a gift so a little less emphasis on the infatuation of a celebrity and putting them on a pedestal and a little more focus on yourself and knowing that you can literally do that same thing you just got to find what it is within you. All right, then. Josiah, anything to add? Yeah, it's... 
Sorry, that was a small tangent, dude. Sorry. <laughs> no, good, no, no, no. But it's but it's but it's totally right, and it and it makes me think about. I don't know why, but I. I lost my train of thought, but yeah, duck. Great point. I I totally agree with what you're saying. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> and uh, I I guess what what all that just made me think of was like there's so many people in entertainment, whether it's Joe Rogan, who's a comedian, podcaster, and. UFC commentator, whether it's Kanye West, who's a musician, producer, artist, fashion designer, um, Casey Neistat, who's a vlogger, YouTuber, filmmaker, Jack Conti, the CEO of Patreon, Gary Vee, CEO, blogger, speaker, entrepreneur. There's, a, there's like a running theme between all these people right. of, of empowerment and that there's more, there's more opportunity for people to be empowered and take control of what they want to create and distribute it. And it just makes me think that, like, a lot of this stuff with TV, with radio, with, uh, with, big, with big media owned by larger corporations, that, that that's not going to be the thing in the future. Like, it's, so much of it is going to be created by people in smaller groups and smaller teams of creators and that you won't be beholden to some greater boss that's like up in the sky and like controlling everything you do and and everything that you can put out and saying no to this and no to that um yeah that's definitely what i want to see more of i want to see i want to see smaller creators that are on their own independently right like become bigger and greater than a corporation you know what i mean yeah the independence stand i like that you know because sometimes you and, and duff made a great point about Oh, they're just the big celebrity you put on a pedestal. At the end of the day, they're just a normal person. And if, if we can showcase and highlight the real, true, independent, almost like the blue collar of entertainment, those hard, the grind, hard of the grindstone people, well, I think we'll, we'll vibe with it more and the story will be more relatable. Whereas we're putting people on, let's say, a pedestal or an upper auction lot, and it doesn't, it doesn't vibe with as many people because they want that nose to the grind story. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what Josiah is, is pointing at too, and it tends to be a, it looks like it's a theme through this this interview right now is the the, the gaining of personal control and personal freedom, uh, or one guy that we talked about in a recent episode that we're big fans of is uh, Jordan Peterson, and he calls it the taking back of personal sovereignty, and that if that's what's happening, that's that's what seems to be happening, and uh, it's it's awesome to see and witness and be a part of. And what you were just saying, too, about finding people more relatable. I mean, look at, like, influencers, social media influencers, whether on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Like, the stuff, the content that they're creating could be so nowhere near perfect, like you would see on TV, on radio, or whatever, whatever other medium there is. It's, and I think people appreciate that. I mean, look at podcasts, too. Like, I know for our podcast, it's definitely not perfect. No, it's definitely not perfect. And, and it drives me nuts sometimes because this is the one thing where I, I can be a perfectionist because most of the other things that I work at, I'm really not. But right. with this thing, and I want it to be. But I think people appreciate that when it's unedited, when it's not absolutely perfect, and it's cut up it's into a- short segments that's edited and kind of they pick and choose what they want to put out and distribute. You know what I mean? And that, and that and actually that's a great that's a perfect segue into my next talking point. Do you think the way people market themselves, the way they use the more real raw content on social media, pays more value in a sense rather than stuff that's edited, seems all scripty and and more 
cut out. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what's your thoughts on that? And do you guys feel like having that real raw mentality will only benefit moving into the future? And either one can start. I know for me, I work best almost volleying back and forth with whoever I'm communicating with. So, like, mm-hmm. if I have to work through something or brainstorm something, it's better if I communicate it with somebody. Like, let's say it was Duff and we have an idea for the podcast or whatever to verbally exchange with them and like work through it than just figuring it out on my own and, and not, not saying it out loud. And so when I hear guys like Joe Rogan or Gary V in their vlog or their podcast, like, like work through something, like especially when Rogan had Jordan Peterson on the last few episodes, um, that that made me relate more to those guys and find it more intriguing because they're trying to figure out something or they're trying to really pick at something and to fully understand it when it's so edited like that and it just seems like oh they get it i kind of like it doesn't make sense to me like how can you figure that all out such a dense idea or or concept in a matter of five ten minutes like that it just doesn't it doesn't relate to me so when they when i find guys like rogan like gary v they're they're working through it. They're trying to figure it out, and it takes them some time. I relate to that. Interesting, Duff. I would say being relatable will will always win. The more relatable you are, the more real you are, the better you're going to do. People are are thirsting for for authenticity. Authenticity is king right now, especially in social media. The more somebody's true, authentic self shines through in their social media account the more popular and the more success they're going to have, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And I, w- I mean, and right now it's just, it's so much easier to, to catch the scripted and the, the fake and the not real or somebody's hiding something. People are calling bullshit now more than ever before, I think. So you can't pretend anymore. You're out there, you're showcasing yourself. And if it's not really you, people are going to call it out and it's not going to go well for you. Right. No, you have to be 100% you every single day, every single moment. And then on social media, you got to make sure you're you no matter what, because you find that fake out there. The audience knows who's real and not. I think we've moved into the society where everyone knows that we're writing for the same real estate is that independent or that creator who wants to make it. And, and we have to provide the value, of course, and the time. But we also got to provide that the audience knows that if we fake it or we make a mistake, they'll catch it. And that's a good point with Duff's. And then uh, what Josiah said is the same thing. It's just you have, to, you have to find it. And I think if you can find it and you can be relatable and you can do all this and, and still have a good social media presence, everyone's going to win, not just for yourself, but the audience, for sure. And, and to, to go off that, mm-hmm. I think the more the more – if you, if you, let me rephrase it like this. If you have something that you're super passionate about that nobody knows about or your, your family isn't to know about it, or your friends don't really know about it, but something that you love, but maybe you're scared to put it out there or you're like, no, who, nobody else likes this. You know, nobody else collects stamps or what, it doesn't matter what it, <laughs> what it is. That's that even more than ever, that's when you need to share it because there's a community out there waiting for somebody to do it. And, and connect over this thing that you think nobody likes when really there is a community star. So if you have that thing, like get it out. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was kind of one of the things that made us decide when we wanted to do this 
not to be a niche podcast, which I think is the, the trend of advice that you'll hear is like, if you start a podcast, find something really niche and small. Like if you do a sports podcast, if you do a travel podcast, if you do a pop culture podcast, if you do a music podcast, but me and Duff both agreed and, and realized that like, we're both so into different things and love so many different things. Some of which that we both agree on music, travel, pop culture, those three, we both love it. I'm more into sports. He's more into astrology. And we're still touching on all that because we think that there are people out there who feel the same way and can't express that they have all these different passions in one thing and be able to do all those different things because they're told that they got to pick one profession or one career to pursue that. When they go to college, they got to have one major work at that. And we just, we don't, I don't like that. I, I don't want to be stuck and confined to one label, to one box, yeah. because I have these other passions, and Duff does as well, and we think there are other people out there who feel the same way. And the ad, Duff, or is that pretty much summed up? That summed it up. That was great. I like that, too, because you, you rather have options and avenues rather than just staying, hey, I want to stick to this one thing, status quo mentality. And that's the way your show is, is if you can still touch on every single base as possible, as much as possible, one person or even just uh, a team might even reach out and say, hey, we, we like what you're talking about there. You never know what opportunity lies ahead. So just keep trying new things, touch on the bases, and, and keep going for sure. Yeah, and we talked about it before on one of our episodes that, like, there's people out there who are doing it. Kanye West, rapper, producer, fashion designer, artist. You got Joe Rogan, podcaster, stand-up comedian, UFC commentator. Donald Glover. Gary V. Donald Glover. Dude, Donald Glover. I mean, uh, <laughs> TV writer, musician, actor. Uh, what else? Does he do something else? Am I missing one? A fourth one? Donald Glover? I mean, he's oh, a he writer. He's a producer. He's a stand. He's a comedian. Uh, and don't, let's not forget the girls. I mean, like Jessica Alba, you know, going from acting into one of the most successful makeup lines in, in America. I mean, that's – it's – there's – Yeah. So, so for, 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 for people to tell Duff or I that it's not possible, is I, I can't – but there's people out there doing it already? Like, how could you, how could you tell me that and not think I'm going to try to embrace that? Right. Right, yeah. And then you see the foundation. You see what they're laying down here. And that only inspires rather than just denies anybody. Because the more you can try your hands at different things, try your hands at whatever – you're making it happen and you never know which one you might even just stick with, or you might just find more to keep gaining that momentum as uh, Duff said earlier in the episode, for sure. And it only takes one person at one moment. To, yeah. Right. One person, one moment that one random person that might hear your podcast uh, spontaneously and they'd reach out and say, Hey, I heard this episode. I love what you guys do. Why don't you come on my show? Why don't you fly down here to meet with me? And that person might have, 200 million followers or something or is a big time investor it doesn't matter it takes one person that's it for your whole life to change right you need to just be humbled by the opportunity know that whoever that one person is or if it ever happens one day keep your eyes peeled because you never know who's listening and we'll go to the final three here the, the next question is more of the fun question i had if you guys and maybe separate answer, same answer. If you guys could collaborate with anybody in the world, whether it be rapper, artist, TV, anybody, who would it be and why? And I'll let either one answer first. 
Oh, that's man. A, that, that's an awesome question. <laughs> oh, man, that's a great question. Josiah, I, do you have anybody right now? I mean, I, I know my go-to answers, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't really relate to podcast. I'm trying to think of somebody like that I would want to collaborate on a podcast with. Or because, I mean, I don't make music. I don't really, this is like, this is my only creative pursuit. I, I really don't consider myself a creative and Correct. again, I think Duff would disagree, but man, oh, I, I think that I, Duff, do you have anybody? I mean, I would love to do some sort of collaboration. I don't know what the collaboration would look like, but I mean, one of my go-tos is, uh, and a big inspiration for me as a person growing up too, is Jimmy Fallon. Uh, something there. I'm just a big fan of his, his comedy, his personality, his, his spirit, and just uh, who he is. I think it'd be super fun. Even the interview, I mean, if it's just like a collaborative interview. Um, I don't know. I love, I love that scene of people, the kind of the, the interviewer host slash uh, like a, a Conan or James Corden. I love those guys. And I feel like I would get along very well with them. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, if you're, if you're listening. Don't hear that. <laughs> yeah, right. Jimmy, hit me up, man. It's <laughs> up on me. So no, that's interesting. Josiah, anything to add, or you still kind of thinking? Dude, I I can't even I can't even decide. I I think no, I can't. I don't. <laughs> and I'm Dude, usually like, the indecisive one. Yeah, well, this is the thing. So I'm thinking about it solely in terms of like who would I want on our podcast. Like that's the only way I'm thinking about it. But there's right. other things like I would enjoy doing. Like a collaboration doesn't have to be artistic or creative. Like it could be. I don't know, you put an, an event on together. Oh, you know what would be sick, actually, now that I just said that? <laughs> working, with Con, working with Kanye West to put on a music festival. Like, uh, that would be sweet. Like, a Kanye West-designed music festival would be nuts, I think. And to work with him on that. There you go. Dang. <laughs> Duff, <laughs> Duff, you're already sold, right? <laughs> well, I think, I think he'd be biting off a lot more than you could chew on that one because I feel like he'd be so spontaneous and all over the place and hard to read that like you wouldn't even be able to plan because because he would just be so hard to work with oh yeah it, it probably won't happen that's fair to say yeah <laughs> oh no good answers though jimmy kanye if you're listening but uh <laughs> but uh, no in reality it's interesting how you just see the, the the different ways these guys did and i guess just even spending 20 minutes with them to see what makes jimmy jimmy and what makes kanye kanye and how they can reveal their processes reveal some of their knowledge and rub them off that would just be a, a wealth of information in itself for sure mm-hmm. and the final two here we'll start with this first one is what are your guys goals in the next five years whether it be whatever you're doing right now with the podcast your your personal development life progression or just anything you want to share and we'll start with duff first wow uh next five years so I would like to be with somebody. I'm currently single. <laughs> All right. Josiah, you're single too, right? I am. Oh, look at us. Two single uh, podcast hosts. <laughs> <laughs> so to be with somebody, to have a really, really, really good, healthy, strong relationship there, uh, I would love to still be doing the podcast. And that it's, you know, by, that, by then it has a very stable following. Hopefully we have sponsorship by then. We're having a blast. We're getting to record together in person. We're a little more free um, to do what we want. Um, 
I would like personal goal wise, I would like to oof. That's such a good question. <laughs> Just can keep continuing to develop myself and uh not to get too personal, but I would like to have five years uh strong of, of sobriety. So I actually don't drink. And uh it's been a, a roller coaster of a struggle, that one. <laughs> good goals, that's good goals. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh that's some good stuff though. I I think you gave me my answer. Which is, I mean, I could, I could kind of like specify and, and narrow it to like what that would mean, but the overarching idea of just personal freedom, which is doing what I want whenever I want. If I want to pick up and travel through South America, I can do that because I'm financially able and because I have the time to do it. If I want to do a radio show where we're actually like legit having like a studio and like playing music or having like our favorite musicians come on and talk about it. I can do that. You know, like that, that is the biggest thing for me, just being able to do what I want whenever I want in the next five years. Interesting. I, I like both of those goals because, um, you know, it, it, a lot of people talk about, I have these major plans and just staying humble in the sense that Duff, you want to get in a stable relationship and decide travel and, and, and just experience new culture, it, it gives you guys more leeway, I think. And that's the great thing, just leeway to figure out what you can do and, and really be creative in the five years. And hopefully you guys, and I know you guys with the dedication and the passion and the passion for you'll get that sponsorship and maybe have a live recording one day on Anchor or even just in studio. It'd be great. Yes. Yes. That's the goal. Yeah. We've, I mean, we've had, we have ideas. Um, and I, I think for mine, too, it's not too specific or too big that it's not unobtainable because, I mean, five years is a long time. A lot of, a lot of things can happen in five years, you know, and, uh, but that doesn't mean you still can't come out on top and get what you want, whatever that may be. Right. And, and I, th- I think the important thing uh, f- for me is, is – not to have to have goals you got to have goals because you got to have a forward vision otherwise you're just moving backwards or staying the same right so either growing or you're you're not growing you're staying stagnant but to not have goals so defined that when opportunities present themselves to you you whip right by and don't even see it you know you gotta you gotta be you gotta keep yourself open you know and this this is more leaning on on faith and spirituality but the plan that 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 if you believe in a higher power the universe or God or whatever you want to call it, the plan that that thing person has for you might not be even what you expect it is. So if you're going down a route and you're like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to be a nurse. And that's, that is your prime focus. Meanwhile, the other plan for you is not to be a nurse and you keep missing all these doors to find something that would make you 200 times more happy. Uh, than being a nurse you're gonna miss it so be open but have goals i like that be open have goals and be be flexible and adjusting in whatever schedule you have or whatever you pursue and i think it's great that you guys can still do that and keep that maintained furnished goal but also know that whatever opportunity awaits you run with it as well I like that and 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 stay working too mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing i think i think there's plenty of people who can get caught up in what duff is saying which is where i think we can disagree sometimes 
that they'll think, okay, this is my plan, or they, they think this is my future, this is my plan, and they kind of pull back a little bit. They, they relax a little bit. They, 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 they take a, a little bit off the gas and think that they can relax a little more when really you should be working no matter what at whatever it is that you want to get because it's not going to come and fall into your lap out of the sky. That's not how it's going to work. Right. No, for sure. You want to you, – if anything, that, that should motivate you more. I think, I think if you can get more motivated when you have something that comes up and you might feel like you need to get relaxed, do the opposite get, stay working, stay, stay humble, of course, but stay working and, and stay hungry to keep going and keep fighting and keep pushing whatever you're pursuing for sure. Like that, just that. And our final uh, question here, this is always the fun one. What is one thing you like to tell the anchor nation that they may not know about you guys? And basically it's saying, give us a fun fact. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man, um, <laughs> I would say so. I am uh, I'm a big a big movie snob, and uh, that was even my major was film and media arts. And I'm a big fan of, of film in general. But people would be shocked to hear that I have not seen some of the biggest American movies of the last like five years. If it's like a comedy. So I like I never saw The Hangover. Uh I never saw Bridesmaids. I never saw um Dude, Bridesmaids is a great movie. I'm I had to interrupt you right there. No, it's I know. I I've, I've never seen uh Game of Thrones. I've never seen <laughs> Walking Dead. Like I just I'm really picky with movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The critique, duh, <laughs> coming to the theater near you. <laughs> yeah, you know. I like that. Josiah? I guess the biggest thing is, I don't know if this is a fun fact. Actually, it's not really a fun fact. But I guess I kind of want to leave people with saying, don't get caught up in being unsure of what you're doing or what you want to do. Because I think Duff can agree as well. Like before this, we, we tried different things. We've done different things. We have so many different passions and pursuits that, and people will tell you like, oh, you got to pick one. You have to pick one. No, you don't. Try them all. If you're doing two at a time, if it's three at a time, just try it. Like the watching so much of Gary Vee stuff and like other people like Kanye West and Rogan. And I, and I keep referring back to these people because I keep talking about seeing the same singular theme in all these people that you can really do the thing you want to do now with the internet being what it is and continuing to grow and cutting out the middleman and cutting out the major corporations and working for a, a, a business or a company that you're working for them and for their profit and not for your own personal gain. Just, I think people should realize more that there's way more in your control and you could do the thing that you think you can. And please check out Gary Vee's stuff. I think you'll really appreciate it. There you go, guys. Definitely. Be adjustable in the sense that you don't need to stick to one plan all the time. Be, be realizing that there's so many things out there in the world, and it's okay to change and and just adapt to whatever the new environment has. And anything to add up before we end? On that, I'd say I'd say trust the process. <laughs> Sixers, trust the process. Whatever you're going through right now it might not make any sense at all, but it will. It'll make total sense. Give it time. There you go as the Sixers has proved this in the sports world and 
and everyone else just trust your process do do what you gotta do in life and be open to whatever change is possible and we'll go from there gentlemen it's been a great time uh, recording this episode with you guys and before we go do you guys want to dm your personal and regular page social media so people can find you yeah yeah uh, josiah oh did you say dm or say it yeah you can say it you can say it yeah yeah, so I am on Twitter and Instagram at Josiah Cafiero. Um, it's it's phonetic. It's easy to spell out. You'll figure it out. Don't worry. And I'm sure I'm sure your your guy Kevin here will put it in the show notes. Got you. But I'm 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 very active on Twitter. I love Twitter. I, that's where I engage and, and talk all the things I'm interested in. Maybe even tap, uh, smack talk some sports if you're into that. <laughs> Solid. Uh, so I'm I'm not on Twitter uh, yet. I might rejoin, but uh, you can find me on Instagram at duffmeister101. It's D U F F M I E S T E R one zero one. There we go. The Duffmeister and Josiah. Definitely check those guys out on the Passion Fruit Podcast Anchor and all podcast platforms wherever you listen to. And thank you as always to the Anchor Nation for not only giving your undivided attention to myself. But to the interviewees, as always, Jance, it's been a great time. And thanks for your time again. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kevin. Good luck, man. Thank you, too. Hi, Anchor Nation. This is Kevin Touch of Anchor Nation Community Radio. And I'd like to say thank you for listening to the Anchor Nation podcast. If you'd like to book an interview or DM me on Instagram, follow me at the Anchor Nation. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it is also under the Anchor Nation. Thank you for listening and enjoy.